I always hear, well, how do you know when to leave corporate? And is it when you're already making the exact same salary and you're in your side gig or whatever? And it's like, you can, but you don't have to, you have other choices. We, we feel so handcuffed sometimes to either our lifestyle or expectations or what others are thinking of us. And, you know, it's the most freeing thing when you put your desires and goals and dreams first and not all those other things that society kind of throws your way and it's worth it. Welcome back to the Balance Bowly podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world, coming here to make sure that you show up in your fullest self, that you are not just out here being in that Instagram life, taking pictures of what you want people to see. You are actually fully living the life you teach. I am excited because we are in a new year doing new things, leaving old global pandemic things behind, all of the political unrest, the social unrest. This is a new era. Welcome to 2021. That's like a cheering. All of you should be cheering right now. Like, woo, because that's how I feel. 2020 had its blessings, the disruption of that unsolicited gift that we did not ask for for, called coronavirus, you know, 19, and all the things that came out of that really made me and my husband and my kids and my G babies, my grandbabies, for those of you who haven't been following us, it really made us reflect on what matters ultimately most. Like we all say, like we want to pay attention to what matters most, but this made us really pay attention to what matters ultimately most. Like it's not the, the money. Money matters. We need it as a tool. We respect it. We earned it. We're, we deserve it. All of that is good. But the time to not just sit in each other's face and say like, oh, this is wrong. I don't like this. But the time to really look at what we want, what we want more of, and what we want less of was huge for us. I discovered all kinds of things that I didn't notice about my husband because of this pandemic. And we've been friends since 13, dating since 17, married since 22. You guys who have been following me knows that this is not new to me. And I was still learning things about him. Lots were really good things. Some I was like, "Uh uh-uh, you got me while I was young. I ain't know no better. What was I thinking? And then I was able to come to myself, right? Like, and remember how great and good and awesome my God is but also how awesome this love is that we have and was able to nurture it. I know that wasn't the story for many people out there. Many of you who are listening to this are ambitious women in business and our few brave men discovered that you were with people that you didn't want to continue to share your space and time with. And some of that was in your personal life and some of it was in your work life. Either way, I hope that you made the bold and brave decisions like we talked about on season 19 that you needed to make so that you could create the best life that you are meant to have. If you are still in this space of transition, that is okay. That is what this episode, this day, this moment, this season is about. It's about those crucial steps to your success that you're taking. So if you feel like you're in that earlier stage where you just made some really difficult decisions and you're pushing through, or you're still kind of in this conundrum of, oh my goodness, I feel frozen, I don't know what to do, today's the day. Today's the day to soak it in, to listen, to learn, to feel, to grow, and to be all that you can in this moment. Because 
I have an amazing woman. She has, first of all, let me just say a little bit of hate right here. She has beautiful skin, okay? And you guys know how I am about skin. I love good skin. She has beautiful skin. She is glowing right now on this camera. And you can't see her, but I can. Uh, so let me introduce you to Julie Ciardi, a former Fortune 500 marketing VP turned multi-passionate entrepreneur. Julie is the podcast host of Ignite Your Side Hustle. Why? Because she wants you to do more than just sit in this mundane space that you've been in and get yourself, get your booty in gear so you can do more of what matters in your life and in the lives of the people that you plan to serve in your side hustle. Julie is the creator of the Ignite University, a one-of-a-kind program to ignite purpose, passion, and profit with proven methodologies in business, as well as creating a mastermind space for like-minded women. For those of you who are new to it, it's okay. You need a mastermind in your life. Let me highlight that, underline it, underscore it, and put some quotes around it. Get into a mastermind. So make sure that you follow Julie even if you have to pause what we're talking about to go and make sure you follow her and come back to it. Make sure you get your life right. Julie is a mama of two teenagers and a little itty bitty kindergartner. I love this so much. Um, she might as well add teacher to her resume right now because of all the things. Oh, and a wife to a lovely, awesome, amazing, strong, brilliant, and brave police officer. Julie, welcome to the Balanced Goldie Podcast. Oh, I want to start every day that way. Thank you so much for that incredible introduction. And I just am so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Nikita. Oh, you know, I'm like so excited and a little bit hating because normally people are like, oh, Nikita, you have such good skin. And I popped in through the camera and I'm like, listen, okay, she got, she's got a whole glow up with no makeup on, by the way. Okay. Um, I'm loving it. <laughs> Seriously, I'm going to start every day with you. <laughs> Talk about glowing. Nikita is glowing as well. You do have gorgeous skin. <laughs> Thank you. I'll become crucial to your success and how you wake up in the morning. That's what that'll be. <laughs> I would love for you to share a little bit about what you're doing in the world that pulls you forth right now. And then we can dive into some of those crucial steps you took to get there. Yeah, well, you know, th again, thank you so much for me for having me here. I think for me, my mission right now is to help more moms feel that it's okay to be more than mommy. Actually, my podcast used to be called More Than Mommy before I changed the name of my podcast to Ignite Your Side Hustle because I'm just finding that so many women, especially working women, you know, and, that are moms, they're stuck. They're stuck in this groundhog day of life. You know, you've been talking about it, you've been talking about it on this podcast for years. And I think, you know, my goal is to help women see that they have options and they have choice. And that if they're not loving that day job, if they're not loving their current circumstances, that there are, there's a path to find purpose and passion. And so that is that is my mission to help more and more women be able to find um, what lights them up and the path to actually pursue it and the community to do it in so that they're not feeling alone. No, I absolutely love that. Uh, years ago, I did a speaking engagement called Ignite, uh, Ignite with Attitude, right? Because I felt like we were always quieting ourselves and trying to tone down that spirit that really literally lifts up the world in so many ways, personally and professionally. So I love that you have gone further with that. Not that we knew each other or any of that, but just going further and saying, you know what, this is more than just igniting with attitude. This is showing up fully in ourselves 
to be amazing parents, amazing wives, amazing partners, but also being able to like let go of all of those things that bind us to feeling like we have to play small to make other people feel bigger. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I had that very typical, you know, type A overachieving upbringing of, okay, I got to do great in school and then I got to get into the good college and then, okay, I, you know, got to get a good, great job, get the MBA and climb that corporate ladder. I mean, it's like the tale as old as time, right? So did all the things, kept trying to push myself thinking that that was the only option, I got to tell you, Nikita, I didn't have a lot of examples in my life um, of entrepreneurs or people taking totally big chances. Like everyone followed the path. The path was, you know, high school, college, you get a job and and have a career. You stay in that career and, and retire and then maybe you really live life then. And so that was everything I saw. That was kind of the path that was out there. It was the safe path. I say safe with air quotes because we all know that's not safe, right? Now more than ever. (laughs) Um, But I didn't, I didn't know, but there was always something inside of me that was nudging and pulling. And it was this voice always saying, uh, you were made for more than this Mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. And I kept trying to find, you know, well, maybe if I get to that next level or, or maybe, and you know, again, then I have to get married. I have the three kids. You know, I'm doing all the things. Now, I'm not going to say, of course, I love being a mom. I love having my kids. I eat all of the things, right? But there was something deeper that I wasn't pursuing. Mm-hmm. And so what I think about myself back in this Fortune 500 company, you know, high level, you know, vice president of marketing was a big job. But here's the funny thing. I mostly worked from home. This particular company was ahead of its time. Um, And from the time that I joined the company in 2002, they were um, uh, remote, mostly remote. Yes. But here's the kicker, right? So when you're in this like very comfortable zone, it's harder to get out of it. What do they say? If you're in lukewarm water, you're not going to like jump out of it as if it was boiling water. Right. Right. So like I, I, I really had a good situation. I was making an incredible salary. I was mostly working from home. So I was able to, you know, Mm-hmm. you know, be with the kids if I, when mm-hmm. I needed to. I mean, I had a very busy schedule and I traveled when I wasn't home, but I, I didn't miss a play. I didn't yeah. miss, you know, you know, I, I, I coached soccer, you know, for the little guys and all of that. So how do you walk away from that? So I couldn't really, I'm like, this is, you know, no, but it was lukewarm. Yeah. I wasn't living my full potential. And so God, the universe comes in sometimes to say, I know you think you're going to wait till your kids have graduated and moved on to do your thing, but I'm going to like actually make this, you know, um, a now thing. And here's what happened after 18 years, or I guess it was 16 years with the companies when this got decided, they decided to go back to the office. <gasps> what? Now you had people, you had people, oh, so backwards. And you had people that had moved their families to lower, you know, like maybe they lived in the Northeast and they decided to go where the cost of living was lower in like North Dakota. Right. Right, But they could because they worked from home. Right. So it was a, it was a massive, massive, you know, hit. And so for me, it would have been a two hour commute one way to get to the office. Mm -mm. Four hours a day away from my three kids, you know, no, that was not going to happen. And so it was, again, but I'm so thankful that it happened because yeah. it forced me. Yeah. But the thing I'd, I'd love for your listeners to know is that like, you don't have to necessarily wait for something like that to happen. Because if I could go back, I would have done 
this move a long time ago, <laughs> but, but listen, and, and take, if, if the universe or God hands you that escape plan and that reason of why you need, take advantage of it, lean fully into it. It's for a reason. So now that was crucial. You had to listen. You had to listen to your spirit. Um, I know our listeners have all kinds of different spiritual backgrounds, and I do not hide the fact that I am a minister and a, a lover of Jesus, and they know it, and they still love me anyway. Um, so there's there's no shyness here with the fact that listening to your spirit is so important, and re- regardless of who you worship. Um, and you had to listen. That sounds extremely crucial to me. Yeah, and, and you know this this might be I, I think resonate with with some of your listeners as well. So. Here I am now. I was the primary breadwinner, right? High six-figure salary. You know, when you kind of, we talked about that trajectory that a high-achieving, you know, type A person goes on, you know, high school, college, career, climb the career ladder. Well, you're, when you think about that, as, as that happens and your, you know, your income is going up and all of that, your lifestyle goes up right alongside it, right? Definitely, yeah. and, and it's kind of expected, right? As you're making progress in movie, you're getting that bigger house, you're going on bigger vacations, you're doing, you're getting the nicer cars, all the things. So of course, our lifestyle had gone up in that way as well. Yeah. And for me to leave and take and leave that, right? Knowing, and I really did believe Nikita, I had such belief and faith that I could totally be successful in entrepreneurship. I just knew it was going to take time. I knew it was not going to be overnight. And so I I didn't know how to make that leap of, from a financial standpoint. And so here's the most amazing thing. I can remember my accountant had said to me, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep. And I said, you know what? I know we're supposed to be on this trajectory forward and, you know, the better, you know, bigger, better as you keep going. What if we took a step back so I could propel forward in another direction? Yeah. And you know what we did? We sold our house, we downsized. And here's the coolest thing. We ended up, we reduced our uh, mortgage and taxes. Everything went down 60%. That's unheard of. Exactly. So it goes back to that idea of like, you know, and, and again, we weren't going to like, you know, we didn't do as, as extravagant vacations for a little mm-hmm. bit, you know what, but it was okay. And it was so worth it. And so I'm sure someone needs to hear right now. Like we think I always hear, well, how do you know when to leave corporate? And is it when you're already making the exact same salary and you're in your side gig or whatever? And it's like, you can, but you don't have to, you have other choices. We, we feel so handcuffed sometimes to, either our lifestyle or expectations or what others are thinking of us. And, you know, it's the most freeing thing when you put your desires and goals and dreams first. Yeah. And not all those other things that society kind of throws your way and it's worth you, it. You're speaking my language on so many levels. So for years I've battled with people over the semantics of balance, right? Like I hear it cause I'm a work-life balance expert. I'm really a work-life and love expert, but you know, like all those things. And, and I get the pushback because there's no such thing as balance. It's harmony, it's integration, it's all these other words. And I would say it's how you define it. At the end of the day, my definition of balance is your truth, admitting what your truth is. What do you really want? If I want to be a mogul, then that's my truth. That means now I have to create boundaries for me to achieve that truth, which means pulling some things away, letting some things go, pushing some people back or all the way off the cliff and and allowing some things in. 
that equals my balance. So if I'm living my truth of, you know, my desire is to run this business, to leave corporate, to become an entrepreneur, to become a successful entrepreneur, not just to have this as this phasing moment in my life. If this is what I really want to do, then perhaps part of that boundary is renegotiating what is it that I currently have that is no longer serving me? Do I really need the fifth bedroom? The kids aren't here anymore, but nobody uses it. It turns into a closet. Maybe we don't need a five bedroom house. And it's not because you're trying to just save money to your point and to your accountant's point. It's that um, actually, ironically, Margie Felhoun was just talking about this the other day from Interview Connections about profit first. Being very clear and paying attention to what matters more to you, the reality that you could have a really nice cushion if you trim some things that you're not even using anyway. Do you need the whole gym in the basement? Girl, when the last time you got on that treadmill? Stop playing. Like, wh like why? Why? Like, what are we doing? Right? Like, do you need it? You've been convincing yourself for three years that you were going to do this and you haven't. There's equipment you could let go. There's furniture that's probably beautiful that you can, you know, gift consignment wise to someone who needs it. There's so many different ways. The four cars. Why does your 16 year old need a, a Subaru? Like, I, you know, I'm just saying like there's ways that we can really look at. Is this really a sign of, oh, no, people are going to think that we're you know, we're losing something or we don't have something. I think in 2021, we can look at all those people in the eyes and just pull up our mask. And that is the answer. Like we just went through a global pandemic, people. <laughs> like That's how you're walking away from someone like just <laughs> putting that mask on and walking away. I love it. I love that. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> no you, know, you said something that just really, really hit me is that, and it, it reminded me that when you when you really go back to your core values versus society what society values or what maybe your you know your town and your friends and whatever value i learned i was like whoa i value freedom more than i value money and i didn't know that about myself until i really understood it and when i was totally okay taking a step back for a bit on, from a finance standpoint, because it's not like you're resigning yourself. Well, I got to go live the life of, you know, right. that lives out of a tent so I can be an entrepreneur. No, <laughs> not at all. Right. It's like, it's just taking a little, maybe a little step back and reevaluating what your values are and what's important to you. And then of course, as the money comes, I mean, I like vacations. I like having, you know, the pool, the things that we have now, but I was okay completely taking a step back for a year or so and really realizing that I actually value freedom and choice and not having someone else telling me what I need to do. And I will tell you right now, Nikita, that if something should happen, either whether it's in my business or whatever, I, I, I already know what I would do. I would, I would do something on the side, you know, part-time somewhere. I mean, I would, I would go work, you know, in a local business or whatever just so that I could keep, as I was rebuilding mm -hmm. my, my side business into my, my business again, I, I, there's no question I, you can. And once you see that and the joy and what can come into your life, when you do pursue the thing that lights you up, you can't unknow that. Mm -hmm. You can't unknow it. That's right. That's it's right. Change forever. Yeah. And, and if anything, now you feel like you're playing small to your reality. If you are trying to, cause some people do that because of their relationships, right? Like, up, you know, and I hear it all the time because I work with a lot of married women entrepreneurs, and this isn't everyone's story, but I hear like 
you know, my husband can't, our relationship can't handle me being an entrepreneur because that's a whole nother level of hustle, right? A whole nother level of vision and grind and, and breaking the box of structure that we're already strained so we can't handle it. So instead of having that crucial conversation and being able to maneuver through that for lots of different reasons that they hold back from doing it, they'll continue to play small longer and longer. Um, and some of those women, which comes up, especially corporate, and I'm sure you can relate to this on one level or another, some of those women who are playing small and dimming their light because of their spouses or what they believe their spouses can't handle or the relationship in itself can't handle, they become the queen bee, the queen bees in that corporate environment that are holding other women down. Like, listen, right? Like that's a whole nother podcast. But totally. I, you're, you were totally speaking my language on that because I, I, I think back to corporate days and I think of the women that held each other down instead of now what I see in the entrepreneur space. I, I am so thankful. You said at the beginning of the call about, you know, community and mastermind. I mean, I am just so thankful for the women that are in my life now that all they want to do is we want to help each other and help each other, lift each other up, support each other, you know, pat each other on the back when maybe like, you know, a launch of something they were launching didn't go well or whatever. And it's like, it, it, it was such a gift, you know, but you're right. I saw that in corporate as well. And I always, that was like the one good thing I can really say about my corporate career was that my goal was to be the anti person like that. I saw a lot of that around me and which is why I had, I had some women cry when I decided to step down because they were like, who's going to know what I'm doing? You know, who's going to know my heart and know that I want to be a mom and I want to do this. And I want, you know what I mean? And yeah. there's so little of that in, in the corporate space, at least where I was in the fortune 500 space. No, I think a lot of the listeners can relate to that. People are usually projecting their nonsense onto you because they're lacking that control in other places. And I think a lot of those women that show up in those corporate spaces that actually are a gift in some ways, because for some women that they're pushing down, they make them pop back up faster and say, you know what, I'm not dealing with this, I'm out. And they actually get to their entrepreneurial dreams. True story. Or, you know, right? Or entrepreneurial 100%. leadership dreams, right? Factor. Um, but it's it's an unfortunate way to, to have to get there and be there. And if they would just have the ability to listen to their spirit the way you did and say, okay, let's rethink how to do this in a, a brilliant and brave way. All right, honey, let's look at this mortgage. Let's look at these, you know, like let's look at these different things that we could do. And for your, your spouse, your partner to be with you in that, because he could have been like, look, listen, we got three kids. And if you count the cars and the house and the tuition and anything else, you say, we got five kids. <laughs> like when you count them as children, right? Like those bills. And I am not for it. You better find another way, sister. Go work a pole, something. Like, you know, he could have been a you, And he was to some extent. I mean, you you had you kind of hit a chord with you were like with like the spouse thing. I mean, it was like I had I had to make the case and 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 say, trust me, trust me. I you know, the and I, I would go back to the, the worst case scenario. So I go back to a corporate job, yeah. but I need, but I need to do this for, for me and for my family. But it's so interesting. I will say, cause you said, you know, about making it happen sooner, but I got to tell you, you know, I mean, I have this in corporate for 18 years. I didn't make that move until I was over 40. So, you know, I, I say that for two reasons. One, if you're younger and you just don't wait, if and I said, the second reason is, is you're never too old to make that choice either. 
right? So, you know, I, I think some people thought I was, and most people probably thought I was insane. Definitely. Insane. Like, yeah. what are you doing? But I found that people also follow your lead, yeah. right? And if you're believing in yourself and you're doing the work, like people, then they're like, whoa, wait, how did you do that? Yeah. You know, but they're going to, they're going to have their opinions and project, right? Their inner thoughts inside. Most of them probably going, I wish I could have had the guts to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That boldness and that, because the bold is the thinking, the bravery is the doing. And you did both, which is why you're at this space now that you get to ignite people along the way. And when they, when you talk about people following your lead, you literally created programs where they get the blueprint to see how you got there. And then of course they can adapt it and modify it according to their gifts, their skills, their talents, their purpose, which makes so much sense. So I have to ask you, cause you're doing a lot mama when you're helping people shine their light and open up that stuff and get through all that calcified chaos of doubt and guilt and shame and all that crap that we walk around with having to get through. How do you give yourself permission to pause? Yeah, it's such a good question and it's so (laughs) important. And sometimes I feel like it's a little bit of a journey to figure it out. You know, I think when I was back in corporate, because of the structure and all of that, and people kind of telling me what my day was going to look like, I found that I, I don't know, I found that I did find time to pause and all of that. But when I, once I got into the entrepreneur space, and it was, you know, I, I had to create the structure and it was all on me. And of course that now I got to prove that I can do this and make the money. I would say the first year of entrepreneurship, I did not do that well. I did not do the pausing well. And I think it, it definitely affected my health. I had a lot more anxiety and things like that coming. So I think what I started to learn was that when I almost have physical feelings, when I know that I need to actually pause, like my body will tell me before my brain will, right? I can, I can feel it in my belly. I can start to feel like that anxiety feeling in my chest. And I'll be like, okay, we're breaking. And the two things that I do usually one, I go for, I, I plan walking. Like I need to walk. I'll put in, like, I'm a, I love Robin Sharma. I love all these, all these different, you know, amazing um, mindset type of people that I listen to. And I will pop that in my ear, earbuds and just walk and just recenter. But the other thing that I, I do is I realize that I need to probably clear my calendar for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I walk away from the business of what I'm doing, but I give myself permission to like think get clarity, pause and just actually come up, let almost let my creative thinking solve whatever is causing the anxiety Mm -hmm. and the, and the, the stress to pop up. So I didn't learn it well to start. (laughs) I'm much better at it now. And I, I try to now get ahead of it before my body even starts to tell me, but that that's like, kind of like the red alarm when I'm like, I can feel it in my body. Now, I love that you do a clearing because that's what you're doing, the energy clearing and making space for your curiosity and the adventurous part of your creativity to break through whatever was kind of like clogging that that funnel, so to speak. And that is really, I'm going to use that C word again, that is crucial. Like you are creating this space for you, hopefully before the red alarm goes all the way off and before your husband and your kids are like, mom, seriously, go to your room for two days. You're on timeout, right? Like before they put you on timeout, you doing that for yourself and saying, okay, I need to clear this out. It's okay. You built your business to a space where I'm sure you're comfortable with 
being able to, you know, delegate some of those things, whether it's insourcing, outsourcing, whatever it is that you have behind your model, but being able to do that because that makes you a better gift to your clients when you do. I think uh. that's Phenomenal. Yeah, that delegating, learning to do that, you know, like I, I really learned that in corporate. I feel like I, I feel like, you know, some people think, oh, you know, my corporate background and career isn't really, you know, applicable to, you know, to entrepreneurship mm -hmm. outside of whatever your inner genius is. But honestly, I feel like there's some core things from from corporate that are key in entrepreneurship that, that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. That is like delegating, team building. I was like, the second I'm hiring people, I'm hiring people. I know, that's right. <laughs> I'm not doing all this. I, I didn't do it in corporate. I'm not doing it now. <laughs> you were like, no more changing diapers for me. That's it. Someone else can do it. <laughs> no, I love that. Oh, Julie, you are such a gift. This is exciting. What you're doing is necessary. Let's be very clear about that. Um, and I know that every single one who is gifted with the blessing of listening to the sound of your voice right now, whether it is live or replay, however they're finding this, will share this out, but will also come and follow you because we are women and those few brave men who are listening of action. So I'm really grateful that you showed up and showed out at the top of 2021 with us. You are so amazing and I'm so honored by your time. Oh, well, thank you so much. And I would love to connect with your listeners. I mean, I'm easy. It's Julie Ciardi on Instagram, or I also um, have a fun Facebook group where I help teach every single week, marketing, social media tips to help women be able to really break out and ignite whatever it is that's lighting them up inside. So that is the Side Hustle Igniter Squad on Facebook. So thank you so much. I, I really feel like we could talk all day. We're, we're kindred spirits and I, I just love it. And it's been such a pleasure being here. I'm going to be like the kids, hashtag mutual feelings. Like that's, that's going to be my new sign off. <laughs> no, I love it. And I feel the exact same. Make sure all of you bold and brave women and men that are listening to this, make sure you go follow. Everything will be in the show notes. So if you were in the middle of teaching your little one, just know that you can pause it, screenshot it and get that. Definitely join her Facebook group if nothing else. You don't want to just, you know, the days of just following people and hoping they come up in your feed are moving far beyond us. Go where you can get some actual community, some actual action. And then when you're ready, if you're not already ready, I encourage you to join the mastermind. Masterminds changed my business. Having a mentor changed my life. Adding coaching and advisory changed the infrastructure of everything that we can do. So having that team for my personal self, as well as for my business self, if you will, was absolutely crucial to my success. So I encourage you to do it. Do not hesitate and put this on your next year to do, because we have already seen how fast the year has gone. I feel like 2020 was like here in a month and then gone in three days. So now that we're in 2021, make sure you follow that and share this podcast if you like what you heard make sure you subscribe rate share and review to make sure the other bold and brave women in business and men who are out there have access to these valuable work life and love tools because that's what we're here for we're continuing to show up for you every single week within our season to make sure that you get all the good stuff that gets you through those tougher times so you can move from that space of survival 
into a place where you can thrive with freedom, flexibility, and confidence in your own work, life, and love. I am Nikita Thigpen. You can always follow me at Ask Nikita on any of the platforms that your heart desire besides TikTok. I'm not quite there yet. My kids are embarrassed. So, you know, we'll, we'll pause on that one for a little bit. If you haven't picked up Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy, I'm still rocking the international bestseller quorum. So make sure you do that so you can have access to all of those survival memoir and personal transformation things. In the interim, I want you to go and do everything you can to create your balance and to create your joy. I'm Nikita Thigpen.